Welcome to the Film for Impact podcast. This is the place for changemakers to discuss how we can use this powerful medium to create meaningful impact, elevate our culture, and change lives for the better. I'm your host, award-winning actor and filmmaker, DJ Renuka. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Film for Impact. My name is DJ Henry and I'm so excited that you're here. Today is going to be another solo podcast and I want to talk to you about something that pertains to just us as human beings. Um, you may be a creative, you may be a filmmaker, you may be going after something in your life and this pertains to me as a filmmaker. I think it's really important, this lesson I'm going to share with you that I learned um, that is actually affecting, you know, my, has affected my life as a creative. And it surprisingly may not seem directly related, but it's going to be related. So basically this topic is about letting go. And I know we've heard it before, let go, let God, let go. There is even that song, let it go. <laughs> and, you know, it's one thing to hear it, but it's another thing to figure out how, how it actually works. How can you work through letting go and why is it even so important? I think once you understand why it's so important and what's actually at stake, then you understand how important it is to do it and that it's a process to do it, but it's a process you need to pay attention to. So I'm going to tell you kind of a story. So about a month ago, or actually a little over a month ago, um, I had kind of reached this strange place in my life. So the past few months um, from like January, February, up until a month ago have been extremely stressful and very crazy. I finished my first documentary. I've made about 15 films. Um, so I had transferable experience to the documentary, but this was my first documentary. And I was full of so much anxiety because there were so many people counting on me. The budget was the biggest budget I've ever worked with. And I had people coming in from California and other states to come work on the documentary. Um, my editor was in California and, you know, just working across time zones and trying to figure things out like a trial by fire um, and just just not wanting to fail people. I just I just wanted to do a good job. I wanted to honor the stories that we were covering. And I know I put pressure on myself, but I feel really proud of the project right now. Um, it is like ninety nine point nine percent finished and I can't wait to share it. Um, it's on prison re-entry um, and I think it's going to be really powerful. So as it often happens and if you're an actor, filmmaker, performer, whatever, you know that when a, pro when a project is done there's kind of this like a little bit of a low, you know, the adrenaline stops and you kind of have to get back to normal life a little bit till you find your next work. Um, so I was starting to feel like I had some more mental space, which is great. It's what one does when they have a little more time. And I noticed these feelings were coming up, these feelings that I hadn't had for quite some time, feelings of frustration in terms of 
um, wondering if I should be in a different market, a bigger market for acting, um, just feeling frustrated and stuck, and then like feeling angry at my husband. And it was like turning into this big thing in my mind all by myself. And finally, it got to the point where my heart was racing and I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? This isn't me. I've come to peace with so many things and I don't even want to move because I have two kids in high school. They're doing really good. I'm learning my business. Like my husband's business is growing. I know eventually we will, but I don't want to do it now. And I've had my conversation with my husband over the year. Like, I don't, I'm like, what is going on? This is an old fight coming up. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And I don't, I don't know what this is. And I didn't like it. That's one thing. I was very frustrated. I was like, I don't want this feeling because it's, it's an old feeling. So the next day, thank goodness, I so happened to have an appointment with my therapist and I told her what this feeling was. And as I was talking, I realized that the feeling was kind of fear in that every opportunity that I see or have experienced open with filmmaking, every door that opens, every step I take, you know, it's further, it's bigger, it's grander, it's exciting. I'm making progress, but I feel like it's getting further and further away from acting, which was why I started all of this. I always wanted to have a production company since I was a teenager. Yes, I have stories to tell. But the thing that truly just lights me up is performance and acting. And, you know, it's not an easy <laughs> dream to have. Um, but yeah, so I was telling her, I just feel like I'm moving forward in filmmaking, but moving further away from acting. And I said, I just can't seem to let go. And she said, maybe that's what God's waiting for. And I was like, okay, if there was a mic, it would have been dropped right now. <laughs> so, okay. So I started thinking, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to, Put that in my mind for the next 30 days until my next appointment. I'm just going to be letting go. And it's going to be a verb and it's going to be present and it's going to be progress. And I wasn't like thinking I'm going to for sure be letting go and I'm going to get this right away. So I went into the next day understanding that this is a journey. So I wake up the next morning and I go about my business and I'm on YouTube and I see something about this acting class or something in like, or some kind of class about getting an agent or something like that. And immediately I had this feeling like, oh, I should be doing that. And then this huge feeling of dis discontent and then this huge feeling of frustration. And it was the first time I realized how quickly, easily and sneakily this feeling comes up, how quickly it comes up, like out of the blue, like before I can even put words to it or process it, the feeling comes up. And I noticed the whole day it was happening over and over and over again, like at least like almost every hour or something. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like I'm having this feeling all the time. 
So as God would have it, the next day I had a meeting with, or a point with my doctor, who's a doctor of osteopathy. And if you have a doctor of osteopathy, you know that they, they don't immediately start you on medicine. They do, they kind of treat the whole body and they do some body work. Um, and I really, really love my doctor. I loved my first, my doctor before so much as well. She was more of a traditional medical doctor. Um, it's just, she was, her practice was growing and I couldn't really get in to see her that often. So, but I, I think she's amazing. And I'm so grateful for my new doctor as well, because this new therapy, this new approach is, is really helping me. I'm really getting some progress. So if you don't know this, I have multiple sclerosis and one of my big symptoms is pain in my body. And um, going to this route has been really helpful. So, okay, so my doctor's working, doing cranial, sacral, whatever, head, working on this head. And he sits me up and he's like, Deja, your breathing got really rapid. I don't know, are you feeling depression because of pain or pain because of depression? It's really wrapped up together. And I was like, I don't know. And then he was like, are you feeling emotional? And I was like, no, I'm not feeling. <laughs> and so like the tears started rolling down my cheeks. And I just realized I had been holding a lot in because you know, a week earlier, a, a good friend had passed away. Um, and then within a week, my, a family friend passed away. Like my dad's friend of like 65 years passed away. My husband had been out of the country for a couple of weeks at that point. I wasn't sleeping. I was in extraordinary amounts of pain, like for weeks and weeks, it was just going on and on. And I, I couldn't sleep. And I was also feeling a little frustrated from my career, that, that feeling I was telling you about before. And while I was talking, it felt like someone took a poker and like poked it into my back and my back started to spasm. And I was like telling my doctor, I'm like, my back is spasming. I don't know what's going on. So he, he wheeled around to the back and he was like, this wasn't here before. And he worked on the back and it calmed down and it just dawned on me. Just the thought all of these thoughts, just the speaking about it was hurting me, causing me pain. Like it was the most clearest thing I've ever had. Like guys, I've been in like chronic pain for 30 years now. And it's, it's almost like habit. It's almost like I just live with it. And I don't realize how much pain I'm in until someone like asks me, are you okay? Or what's going on? And it, it's like the emotion and the mental catches up with the physical and cause I've been detaching it to just keep going. And so I was like, this thing is twisting. It's literally twisting my body up. Like I'll wake up twisted up at night. Um, it feels like my doctor always has to like untwist my hips and my back. And I'm like, Lord have mercy, this is serious. I have to let go because I get in so much pain that I can't even think. And I need my mind in order to be creative. I get in so much pain, I can't even sit and type. And I need, I need my body so I can type and write and be on set and act. And I'm like, oh no, this is a full on attack on my dreams. <laughs> And it has been for so many years. And so 
it was so powerful, you guys, just to see that f immediate feedback. And so in the next few days, more things were coming up. So one major thing was I realized I'd been holding on to an old way of pursuing acting. I did go to school, but I graduated 20 years ago. So I grew up in a time in the 80s and 90s where it was probably the last of like old glam Hollywood, I think, like where the doors were very sealed shut and hard to get in. And you had to move to California and grind and grind. And, you know, they're saying, you know, you get your headshot, you do your resume, you move out to, you know, a big city and you, you grind and you audition and maybe in 10 years you'll get a TV show or something. So I think in my mind I'd been really holding on to this old way. And it dawned on me too, like my professors weren't even working actors. So who's to say what they were saying was right? And we never talked about the business. So I had invented some way in my mind all this time that I have to be somewhere else. Granted, for the past 10 years, I've been making short films and figuring this out. And I have been acting for the past 20 years professionally. And maybe everything's not as big as I want it to be, but I'm kind of doing everything I want to do. I just want to level up, you know? And it's like, I know, I have this feeling that God is preparing something for me because I'm not like a 20 year old trying to go into a market and grind, 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 who has no experience. I'm in my forties, I've paid my dues, I've been on sets, I've done every job on a set except for gaffing. I've done every job. Every job in theater, um, yes, every job in theater, and every job in film except for being a gaffer, and I've done live productions, live TV, you know, like, I, I have experience, of course, like, if I go somewhere to a bigger market, they're not going to know who I am, of course, y'all don't know who I am, unless you listen to this podcast, or you're on my email list or something, but you wouldn't know me from a film, like a big movie, but I feel like God's preparing something. Like he has been preparing me and I feel like it's going to meet up with something. I just know it. Um, but yeah, so back to the story. Um, I, I had to let go of something that didn't make sense. It was not legitimate. It was not a legitimate thing to hold on to. So like, what was I holding on to? Which leads me to the next big epiphany was I went back to Genesis to read. And I realized that Eve wanted to know something. She wanted wisdom. She wanted to be like God. But the problem was she didn't, somehow she forgot she was made in the image of God. And she didn't maybe know she, or think, or I don't know, but God says in his word, we could ask him for wisdom. He give it to us and he's not going to condescend us or nothing like that. He, he'll just give it to us if we ask. And I don't know how long the serpent had been talking to her or whatever. You know, it probably took a lot of time until she started doubting how we do. It takes time. It's a little seed, and then we noodle on it. It takes time, and then you think it's real. Like, I thought it was real that I have to do acting this one way. And so I realized that just like Eve, I was eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. All that means is that she chose her own way of getting what she wanted, even though what she wanted wasn't bad. 
And so for me, acting, wanting to act and act at a high level, it's not bad. It's just the way that we go about things that are harmful to ourselves, to our soul, to our spirit, to others. Like, I'm not going to go run away from home and abandon my family and, you know, try to do this thing. I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it where I'm successful and my family's with me at the Oscars, you know, and we're celebrating together. And that's how I've always, I just always knew that's what I wanted ever since I got married 20 years ago. I was like, I just, I want my whole family, all, all of us to be living in success together. And so I actually had to repent. I had to ask God to forgive me. You know, letting go is hard. It's like hanging on to the edge of the Empire State Building and the wind is whipping around you and the birds are going by and you're like, why didn't I do more upper body workouts in the gym? Can I dial 911 with a one hand? Is there reception up here? And you're looking down and you're like, okay, everything looks like an ant and I'm going to be a splattered ant soon. And you just start praying and you hear... God say, let go. That's what it feels like when you hold on to something for so long, your idea of something, like what it should look like, what it should be like. And that's just not the journey of life. And especially I feel like for artists, um, there's just no, it's just no one path, you know, like art is so based on who you are, your art and you. And how you approach it and the work that comes out of you, you're birthing things. Like each thing you birth is unique and you're unique. And so our paths are unique. I would say everyone's path is unique, but I would say the professional path of an artist is very unique compared to other things. Um, and being an entrepreneur, like it's all mixed up. Like you're, you have the uniqueness of an artist and then on top of it, you're an entrepreneur if you're an artist. Whether you like it or not, you are the product if you're an artist. And... And a lot of us don't like it, but it's so unique and you cannot base it off anyone else. And you, the only way to, to really make it is to follow God. Like the Bible says he's a lamp and a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. And it's like a lamp or a light on a path illuminates just so much. And you have to follow that and follow that and follow that. And the Bible says for us not to lean on our own understanding, but to trust God in all our ways. And he will make our paths straight. And it's and that's in Proverbs 3, 5. And that's the only like consistent thing in this journey of being an artist. And I tell that story to encourage you to, to examine and see what you have to let go of. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's been 30 or 40 days. I've been keeping track. Um like documenting it, not day by day, because obviously I'm like, I don't know, it's, it's, oh no, I had my appointment. So it's been almost 40 days. Um, and I have booked four acting jobs in 40 days. That's crazy. And another potential one just came through. Um, haven't sealed the deal yet, but was reached out to. And that's crazy, guys. I didn't even have to try. Like three of them came to me. One of them I auditioned for and booked on the spot and got hired for an independent feature, faith-based film. It's the most I've ever been paid for, for a film. You guys, that's coming from letting go. <laughs> like I, I let go of the thing I was afraid of. And on top of that, I haven't had to take my sleep aid to go to sleep 
I think I had to take, I took half of one one time because I had a car accident, which I'll talk about more. And I wasn't in the car, just so you know. So I, I, I did take a little, but like, it's been months. I've had days where I've been in almost no pain. That's not happened to me for years, dare I say decades, you guys, um, been able to sleep been able to work all day you guys like this is so powerful I want you to understand like letting go is so powerful because it's like you're holding something and God you're holding your your fist your hand in a fist if you're listening to this I'm holding my hand in a fist and God can't put anything in your hand if your hand is held in a fist so open your hand and let it go now how do you let go well first of all it's awareness. And I gave myself 30 days. I was like, I'm just going to be aware for 30 days. I'm not going to try to fix it. I'm not going to try to change it. Um, I'm not going to, you know, try to analyze it or <laughs> I'm just going to be aware. So I think awareness in and of itself is healing because I, you got, I got aware of my thoughts, my negative thoughts. I got aware of when they happen when they're attacking um and then i also got aware that things were ridiculous and then the rest kind of worked itself out um i talked i talked it out definitely talking helped and i'm so grateful that i had these two appointments back to back like right when i was having these major feelings and then i i was able to talk about it so I would say like talk about it with somebody uh, that you trust or journal it or pray and pray and just let yourself be aware. So now the next thing I'm realizing is God wants me to let go of my future. So that's a major thing. Like I, I'm a, my, one of my strengths literally is like futurist thinking. I love to think about the future. Like when I'm in a, like a heavy situation and it's like, crazy on set. I'm like, I am always a steps ahead in my brain. Like I'm playing chess. I'm always going to be steps ahead. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse, but letting go because I'm, I'm looking at my business right now and trying to, I'm making some shifts, some pivots and trying to figure things out. And I'm God saying, let go of that too, which is very hard. <laughs> so I'm, trying to go to him every morning um to just ask and I feel like I'm just making like little nudges of steps every day just a little bit more of understanding a little I can see a little bit more I can peel the blinds back just a little bit and so but it's not it's not overwhelming and I just decided like it's okay if I don't figure it out right away because God's in control and his timing is perfect and I've learned that I've walked with God long enough over the years to know that his timing is perfect but I haven't gotten to the point where I don't get frustrated <laughs> and worried so I'm actually like that's part of my prayer that I would like peacefully wait but wait with expectancy and so I really feel like I'm the work that is getting done in my heart is like very foundational work because I think I'm going to need these skills in order to do everything I'm doing at a higher level I'm going to have to learn these skills and for you too. Like the thing is that if you've ever heard the saying, what got you here won't take you there. 
is so true because the people that go really far, if you study them, they're going into the unknown every day. So there's a there's a point in our culture, I would just say the American culture, where the, the unknown hits you. Like you basically start school sometimes as early as three or four, and you're in school until you are an adult. And then there is a pathway, if you would like, like college, if you'd like, if you can afford it. I know not everyone can, and it's I'm going through that now with my daughter. Um, a college or a trade school or something, you understand I need to get training, I need to get a job, I need to provide for myself. But then it starts to get wishy-washy, like, do I make the choice to, you know, follow my heart, my passion, the calling? Do I go to what's safe? And so you're in your 20s and it's like, you're still young enough and you're figuring it out. And yes, it's unknown, but the risks aren't so high or the consequences for taking a risk aren't so high because, you know, until you have a partner and children and bills and, you know, it starts to get harder and harder. But, you know, it's like letting go allows you to go into the unknown. And I just realized right now in this very moment that I used to say, I feel like I'm running with a parachute on. And if you guys know, if any of you are athletes, like I was a gymnast, we trained sprints literally with parachutes on our back. So it would cause a lot of drag. And so make it would train you to be stronger and faster and I always felt like I'm running with a parachute on but I realize right now that I just got released from the parachute yeah whoo I just realized that right now yep you guys so for me letting go was resulted in God proving it wrong my fear was proved wrong I I just you know I, I'm 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 in awe, <laughs> like especially how he's really saying like don't give up on acting. I got you, with just allowing me to book, like showing me that this really can affect my body and this is the the healing that I've been praying for for you guys. I've been praying for like three decades, you know, and I've had ups and downs and I got a diagnosis which helped, but just understanding like this is what it is and. You know, I don't have to be beholden to medication and pain medication and things like that. And obviously, listen to your doctor. This is my story. <laughs> but I just want to I just wanted to share that with you guys today. It seemed like it was unrelated, but it was completely related. And I didn't know that not letting go was slowly taking away my joy for the work I wanted to do. And it was also... Um, is just holding me back when I thought that holding on to it is what would keep me moving forward. Sounds crazy, but I hope this all makes sense. I hope that you guys got something out of this. Um, if you're an artist, you're creative, you're trying to follow your, your calling, you're trying to make an impact, let go and let God show you. Don't force it to be figured out right away. Just be aware. Just Open your eyes and look around and let him show you what you're supposed to do, what he has for you. Just it's step by step. The first thing is let go, open your hand, be aware, you know. So I think I've said that over and over again, but I just want to say thanks so much for listening today. Um, I hope that this was helpful. And if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram at 
thebluehouse.co. That's my production company. And then you can follow me at Deja Renuka. That's D as in dear, I-J-A-R-E-N-U-K-A on Instagram. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.